When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Thursday, November 9th. I'm Jesse Maiko. Today, we're going deep into the world of hacking. But first, the headlines. On Tuesday, President Trump railed against North Korean leader Kim Jong-un in front of South Korea's National Assembly, saying, quote, North Korea is not the paradise your grandfather envisioned. It is a hell that no person deserves. Spain's constitutional court annulled Catalonia's Declaration of Independence. And on the one-year anniversary of Donald Trump's presidency, Democrats came out in droves to vote in Tuesday's elections, scoring significant victories. Democratic candidate Ralph Northam won Virginia's governor race. Democrats took full control of the legislative and executive branches in New Jersey. And Democratic candidate Danica Rome will be the country's first openly transgender state legislator. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. Getting hacked is an increasingly scary threat these days. But the world of hackers can be illuminating. To demystify hacking and help you stay safe on the internet, Motherboard is hosting a special theme week starting Monday called How Hacking Works. Here's cybersecurity journalist Lorenzo Franceschi Bicherai talking with Vice Executive Editor Dori Carr-Harris about the initiative. Motherboard has obviously covered hacking for many years, but you are currently in the process of launching a guide to not getting hacked. What made you want to collate all the work and put it out now? There's a lot of you know scary news about hacking every day, almost. And at the end of the day, almost none of these stories actually give any advice to you know people that read these stories. So, and there's very few simple guides for normal people. Most of the guides are too complicated, and so we thought, well, let's just do one. I've always labored under the impression that my data was too unimportant and I didn't have enough money in my bank account for anyone to really care about hacking me. But how real is the threat for everyday people to get hacked? I mean, there's no reason to be too scared. Fear doesn't help. Uh, but it's good to have, it's good to be a little worried or at least know that you could get targeted. Um, you know, as you say, like most of us don't carry like state secrets or probably don't have like a million dollars uh, in our bank accounts. But there's a lot of ways that people can monetize our information. Um, you know, in the recent Equifax hack, hackers stole millions and millions of social, social security numbers. Those could be used to open credit cards that uh, would hurt your credit score or even just drain your bank account. I mean, there's many reasons for uh, targeting people. What are some of the things that people can do on a regular basis with either, you know, their mobile devices or their online accounts to keep them safe? Uh, one of the most common things is using good passwords. 
One of the easiest ways to do that is use what's called the password manager, which is essentially an app that takes care of passwords for you. You only remember one password, which is the one to unlock the manager, and then all the other passwords are stored in this um, digital like uh, safe. Another very easy thing to do is to just keep your apps and computer up to date. Um, most hackers are lazy or not very good actually and so what they do is that they target the easier victims. So if you don't keep it up to date there might be ways to hack it that everyone knows about because it's out there. It's like the techniques have been published and you just need to apply them. And what are some of the most vulnerable both people and platforms? Hmm. That's a good question. I think it depends where you are. You know, if you're like a political activist or journalist, pretty much everywhere, uh, you're going to be vulnerable, or at least you're going to be targeted because you're you're valuable. Um, companies, obviously, for their money and intellectual property. In terms of platforms, I don't think there's anything that's like necessarily less secure. But most big companies these days really understand security. Um, I'm talking about companies like Google, Facebook, Apple. They do a really good job at this. And if you have like an iPhone, you're pretty well protected. Android is getting better, still not there. But it's all a matter of like knowing what you want to, you know, what you're trying to protect and who you're trying to protect it from. And what do you think is the biggest mistake that people generally make that opens them up to to vulnerabilities? The biggest mistake is not, not updating apps, I think. What are some of the specific topics that you touch on in Motherboard's comprehensive guide? Uh, the main things that we talk about are, the first one is what's called threat model, which is kind of a strange expression. But what, what it actually means is uh, just thinking about what you're trying to protect, so what kind of data you're worried about, and who you're worried that might come and get it. So that's the first step because no matter it doesn't matter what tools you use or what approaches you use if you're if you don't know who you're trying to protect against. It's like if you're going um if you're walking around in the street and you're worried about pickpocketers, then you're gonna you know you're gonna put like your wallet in your bag as opposed to your back pocket, but you might not be wearing a bulletproof vest. Uh, the other really important thing these days is using two factor authentication, which just simply means adding um, a second layer to an account to log into an account. So for example, for your email, uh, you have your password, obviously. And then you have this second factor, which could be uh, a code that's sent to you via text message, or ideally a security key that's like a token that you put into your computer when you log in, or an app on your phone that tells you a second code. I think that for email, for example, it should be almost mandatory at this point, or or for banking accounts. So overall, how fucked are we really? The good news is that we're not that fucked, um, in the sense that the internet is, you know, obviously, as you said, like, we're sharing a lot. We carry our phone on us the, all the time. So there, we put out a lot of data, and we put online a lot of data. But the good news is that uh, the companies we entrust this data with have improved a lot in the last few years. So attacking them and hacking them is more and more expensive every year. So it's harder and harder to do. So in some ways, our data is more protected today than it was four or five years ago. Um, so again, there's no need to be afraid. There's no need to freak out. And just by following some basic advice, like using good passwords, two-factor authentication, you already like cut off most of the 
threats and bad guys that might go after you. Make sure to follow along next week for How Hacking Works on motherboard.vice.com. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now.